we want to read to you out of Matthew 1, 18 through 25. The Bible says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when he, uh, he his mother, Mary, was a spouse of Joseph. And they came together, was found with child of the Holy Ghost. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was made uh, minded to put her away privately. The Bible says, but while uh, he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. And Joseph, the son of David, saying, son, Joseph, son of David, fear not, it's to take uh, unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. 21, it says, and she uh, shall be, bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bring forth a son. They should call his name Emmanuel, as we shared with you earlier, being interpreted God with, with us. Verse 24, it says, Then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. And he knew her not. In other words, they didn't have a, a, a relationship uh, intercourse. And she had brought forth, uh, until she had brought forth the uh, firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. And I want to um, look at that verse 24 again. We'll reread that. The Bible says, Then Joseph, being raised from asleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. And took unto him his wife. In 25 we read. He says. And knew her not till he had brought, she had brought forth her first son. And called his name Jesus. And then jump over to Hebrews with me as well. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. We'll look at. Familiar verse for many of you. Hebrews eleven six. The Bible says. But without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews eleven six. 6. I'm going to tie these two together, the stories, and give you a few more verses here about no matter how it sounds or looks, trust God. No matter how it sounds or looks, we need to trust God. Amen? Amen. To trust God. Amen. You know, trust is a, a huge part of being saved. Amen. Being a Christian. Trust is a huge part of knowing Christ Jesus as our Lord and our Savior to be a saved and to be, again, uh, uh, have a relationship with God. We have to trust him. Amen. To trust him and believe of who he is and what he said and his words today is truly, truly important. As we look at this today, uh, this title, you think about it, no matter how it sounds or how it looks to trust God in it all. Then the story here, again, from uh, the, the, we've rehearsed it over and over again. You've probably heard it since she was a child, many. And even in me, speaking of that, again, continue to pray for our children's church. Uh, we was just thinking about some kids and how the, uh, they don't really know Jesus. Amen. They don't have a relationship with Christ. Uh, their parents never take them to church. On and on and on. There are many, many millions of children that grow up that way. 
And all they know is Santa Claus. All they know is Rudolph. Or all they know is Frosty. All they may know is, is uh, uh, all the, the secular stories that transpire. And so we continue to pray for our youth. Pray for families. Pray for men and women that don't know Christ. And the generation that is growing up not knowing the true meaning of what uh, Christmas is all about. The true meaning of what all these things that we see and celebrate. Why are they even off from school? They don't even know. I don't know. It's, it's a generation growing up this way. The birth of Jesus Christ gets lost. The, the thought of Christ and the words of Christ get lost again in this whole season. So as we've been sharing with you in Bible study, get a chance to go back and, and, and look at those things online on Facebook and YouTube there. We've been calling about Jesus is the reason for the season. And so we look at this and so we continue to pray for our youth. And so as we think about this, uh, we look at our, 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 back to our text here. It's a story that we probably heard as children back to what I was saying. We probably heard it as children over and over again. My daughter, she plays Christmas music during <laughs> all year round. Year round, that one back there. It's, it's all hot as all get out in the house in the middle of June. I'm hearing Christmas music. She <laughs> said, I like Christmas music. What's wrong? I ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, man, but just think about it. How, again, the, the thought of it. Because it's an exciting time. And uh, my sister sent me a picture yesterday about uh, uh, to, to our, our text. And she sent me a picture and she said, I saw this sign in this neighborhood where she was working. And it said, happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. And this big old cake and, and the lights were lit up with the candle. And, and that's she posed in front of the picture. You think about this, how did again, the, she was so thrilled because, yes, it is that time we celebrate and set aside some time to reflect on the birth. Of Christ. And so we think about this the birth of Christ to some, it may seem like a fairy tale. To some, it may seem as if it's a far fetched story of how this, this could take place. How could this happen? There's no way that this can happen. But we, again, we talked about it earlier, as we're going to cover in a minute, regardless of how it sounds or how it looks, it happened. Amen. Regardless of how, again, uh, uh, the world may try to paint it as if it didn't happen. Regardless of how the world may try to paint it as if it's not true. Regardless of how the world may try to paint the Bible and, and worship and, and all these different things that, that a believer would do. Don't listen to the devil this morning. Don't listen to the lies. Even if you're not saved today, don't listen to the lies. God is real, brothers and sisters today. And just as he came before, we're sure with you again, he's coming again. He's coming again. How many believe that with us? He's coming again, brothers and sisters, so it's just as real. I mean, the Bible comes to pass, and people even that are not saved, they begin to come to me sometimes and say, you know what, uh, this stuff in the Bible is starting to play out, isn't it? I say, uh, yeah, it, is. it really is. Because mankind, somewhere down on the inside, knows, and, and to really, really believe it and receive it, it takes faith in Almighty God. It takes faith to believe. It takes faith to look beyond what we see and what we may even hear. Again, but don't put anything past God. We serve a mighty God this morning. How many know that? We serve a mighty God. And so this story about how the bird, the virgin bird, how, how can you imagine Joseph trying to wrap his mind around this? <laughs> he was really, he was getting married to this girl. And she said, guess what? I'm pregnant. <laughs> you ain't pregnant by me. <laughs> Brother Burr, she ain't pregnant by me. <laughs> Trust me. I know. He probably said, hey, there was a couple of times where, no, no, we don't want to go there. But you think about that. She wasn't pregnant by him. 
We weren't allowed to be touching each other. We weren't allowed to even uh, interact. I could barely hold our hand because it was strict back in those days. They couldn't even do certain things. It was very strict time. And so naturally he said, no, it's not me. And so uh, again, regardless of what he heard and what he saw, when it was not to be, uh, the Lord had to speak to his heart. He had to speak to her heart, his heart and her heart and say, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and Joseph, you, uh, the Bible says that he heard this and he received it. The Bible says in verse 19, she was going to be, 18, she says she was going to be with child. The Bible says, and, and the Bible says he being a just man, a, a, a man that was tender towards God, a man that was willing, a man that had some sense of faith in God. And actually perhaps he even grew up knowing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He no doubt had heard stories about Moses and how God had done things. He had read these things as a kid and, and probably heard things about this as a kid. And so he says, you know what? If it's from God, I'm not going to put anything past God. Amen. And in your life this morning, we pray that we elevate our faith. Each of us elevate our faith. Let's not put nothing past God. How many going to say that today? Let's not put nothing past God. There's nothing that's too hard that God cannot do. And so he says, he says he, he, he was a just man. He felt he did not want to make her a public example, and he put her away privately. So they put her away. Because, again, back to what we were saying, in those days especially, again, it was a shame to have children outside of wedlock. And naturally, again, she could have easily been stoned as well. Again, for various reasons and various customs and laws. Right? Why did God have all these different laws? Because he was trying to keep man in check. God had done all these different things to try to steer man the right way in the Old Testament with the Old Testament laws. And we find, again, those laws just didn't work. They were made out of stone, and the Bible compares the stony heart to like those stones of tablets. All these laws that, that man, uh, God wanted man to do, all these things that God wanted man to have a pure heart. And so God had all these different Old Testament laws to try to get man's heart to point in the right direction. But we see that how they cannot work. So God had a plan the way he was sending his son Jesus. Amen. To when the law would now enter into our hearts. Everybody follow that. And so when now when Jesus is in your heart, there's just certain things that you will not do. Let me say that. There's just certain things that a believer can't do. God will take certain things out of the heart. He'll take that, that cursing, bitter heart. He'll take that a deceiving heart. He'll take those things out of the heart. Those things that wanted to do crime before are now no longer these hands that wanted to uh, do harm to people and steal it and do various things are now used to praise and glorify God. It's amazing how salvation works. Doesn't it? The blood of Jesus Christ does an awesome work on the inside. And so when David said, hide your word in my heart, now literally it came to pass when you invite Christ into your life and you allow him to save and deliver, no doubt there's power that comes in there to clean and transform a life. And so we see now it was easy. Now, again, it's natural. It becomes natural for the believer because, Jesus, you don't want to displease God. He gives you power to serve and live for him and keep his word. The Bible went on and says in verse 20, he says, but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And he says, fear not. He says, take thy wife. He says, for uh, th this which is conceived is of the Holy Ghost. So don't fear. Don't worry. God and the Holy Ghost power will move. Thank God for the Holy Spirit this morning. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost power. That's power in the Holy Ghost. And church today, as we move and operate in the Holy Ghost, 
move and operate again and live your life directed by the Holy Ghost. Live your life and let it empower you. I'm telling you, there's no fear. There's no worry. We don't have to stress over certain things. Why? Because the Holy Ghost and the goddess within you will strengthen you. Amen. The God, again, of the Holy Ghost, the Bible says he will empower those that will believe. He empowers those that trust. He will give you exactly what you need, the strength, no doubt, that he gives to the weak, the strength that he gives to those that are weary, the strength that he gives and carries it, uh, uh, that we need to go on and not fear in life. The Bible said he didn't give us a spirit of fear, right? But he said of power and of love and of a sound mind. So the Holy Ghost will help us, amen, along the way, regardless of what we see or hear or go through today. The power of the Holy Ghost will help you every day. The Bible goes on and says in verse 21, he says, she shall conceive and, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. In other words, uh, Messiah, uh, he says, for he shall save the people from their sins. Thank God for salvation this morning. Thank God for salvation. Amen. Let's go to this real quick. I'll, I'll jump and come back to this. The Bible tells us uh, again in, in, in about salvation, Psalm 62, you can look at it real quickly. Psalm 62, uh, verse 7, the Bible says in God is my salvation. In God is my salvation, and we thank God for a God who's able to save. Save the Lord, save you and I from our sin, to forgive us of our sin, to deliver us from sin. And Jesus, the Bible says in Psalm 67, God is our salvation, my glory, the, the, the rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. And so he says in verse 8, back to what the title, part of the title, he says, trust, uh, trust in him at all time. You see that? To trust in him, how many times? All time. At all time. Joseph, when I tell you this thing, uh, trust me. When I'm telling you this news, uh, trust me. When you get bad news, trust him. When you get good news, even trust him even more. Amen. Don't leave. Sometimes we, it's natural to take ease when things are going well. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's natural if you feel good when things are going well. But trust him in the hills and the valleys of life. He said, trust me at all times. Psalm 62, 7. He says, 6 to 8, he says, trust him in all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is our refuge. Run to Christ. Run in him, the strong tower. The name of the Lord is just that. We run to him. Get in him. Get in his pavilion this morning. Trust in the Lord. He says, see, loud. number 9, he went on and says, surely men of low degree are vanity. Men of high degree are a lie. He says, to be laid in the balance. He says, there are are altogether lighter than vanity. Number 10, he went on and says, trust not in oppression. Trust not in oppression. He says, become not vain in robbery. For if riches increase, set not your heart on them. And so he even tells us, he says, hey, when it's going well, don't get too high and lift it up in there. Everybody follow that. Don't get too high and lift it up. Don't, don't, don't get too caught up in there because, again, the thinking crash in a moment of time. We have it, and then it goes away. But thank God today that money is not like God. He'll be there at all times. If you don't have anything left, trust in God. I remember talking about the other day about Job, how he lost it all, and really in a short period of time. But you know what? Again, he had, a, he had enough faith to believe in God. A little bit of faith left to know where to go to. A little bit of faith to where, you know what? The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Though he slay me, I'm going to trust him. Though I'm going through this, God's going to get me through it. Why? Because, again, the God that we trust. He said, I'm going to trust in my riches. They're going to fade away, as the psalmist said here. Money come, money go. Houses come, houses go. People come, people go. But there's a God in heaven this morning. Let's take it closer to the brother. 
And regardless of how it may sound or look, trust in him. God has spoken once in verse 11. That's what it says. It says, God has spoken once. God said in his word, you read it once. Say, I preach, I read the Bible once. <laughs> read it again. The Bible says, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this, that the power belongeth unto God. Y'all see that? So I read it before. You preached you preach it before. Again today, we've all spoken it before. He said, we've heard it. You heard it again. You hear it year after year, day after day. He said, the power belongs to God. Put it in, you put your trust in God. In God, we do trust. In God, we have faith. In God, we will believe regardless of what may take place. And so he told Joseph, he said, Joseph, don't look at what you, how it sounds. I don't look at how it may appear. Don't fear because God is in control. How many going to believe that with us this morning? Our God is in control this morning. He says, and as unto thee, O Lord, verse 12, he said, belongeth mercy, for thou rendereth uh, uh, to every man according to his word. And so he let us know in Psalm, he said, God is in control. God is able to do and work out uh, again these things in life. And so there's a miracle that could perhaps be right here in this room. There's a blessing in this room. There's a moving of God in this room. And amen, and truly we believe that as we speak right now, that God is able to do great and mighty works. The Bible says he's saving his people. Let's go back to Matthew 18, excuse me, 21, 22. He says, for all that are done, that it might be fulfilled as spoken by the prophet. So God said it once in the word. And so now it's coming again, it's coming to pass. The Bible says it's spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall give me with child. This does not make sense. She's a virgin and is able to have a child. She's a virgin, but she's pregnant. She's a virgin, but about to give, be a, to give birth to the Savior of the world. It just don't make sense. But the Bible tells us we must believe what he said in his word. Amen. Believe what he said in his word. Don't put anything past God. He says to the day his name shall be called Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. In verse 24, then Joseph being raised out of his sleep, out of his sleep, as did the angels told him, he says, and he took his wife, and he obeyed the word of God. He obeyed her. He believed her. And amen. As God had his way, God, uh, God moved in a mighty way, and God let it come to pass. Amen. And God brought forth the Savior of the world. God brought forth the answer to the world because they didn't worry about how it looked or how it sounded. They moved and God blessed in a mighty way. Amen. And so today because they trusted God, man, the world was saved. We are we're beneficiaries of them trusting God. We're beneficiaries of them believing God. Beneficiaries of them Moving by faith. Let's go back to Hebrews 11 real quickly. I'm going to open back up with them. We shared with you before in the opening verse, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit. The Bible says now faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That's what they hoped for the Messiah would come. They hoped that there would be change in the society. They hoped for a better day in Israel, a better day for the world, even speaking. We even hope for that in our world today. And naturally, it came to pass. Their hope was being fulfilled. And brothers, they had by fame, great things can happen in your life as well. 
Great things, great miracles, great opportunities can come to pass and will come to pass as we move by faith. How many going to move by faith with us today? As we move by faith, the Bible says, for by, the, by it the elders obtain a good report. Verse 2. Go back and read the Hall of Faith, Hebrews 11. The Bible says the elders obtain a good report. And so Joseph, being one of our elders, Mary being one of our elders, they obtained a good report. Number three, it went on and says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. Our children are being taught about the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> They're being taught about the Big Bang Theory. Yes, it does. That uh, as the, uh, the uh, asteroid and all these different things and all these different things. And it's a big burst in the sky. We came from a, a tadpole to a, a uh, monkey to who we are today. All these different things. But the Bible says we understand by faith that the world's afraid. In Genesis, the Bible says, let there be. And that's all that needs to be. That's all that needs to be said. Let there be light and there was light. God spoke in the world into existence and came to pass. The worlds were framed by God. Back in Hebrews 3, he says, so that the things that are seen were not made with the things which do appear. Not things that we, uh, that we see right here. It wasn't some rock or some star in the sky, but it was the God of heaven this morning. Are you listening? Let's move on. And so back to that second verse in verse 6, uh, uh, second text, the Bible says, but without faith... It's impossible to please him. Without faith in Joseph and Mary, it wouldn't have come to pass through them. The Bible says, for he, coming, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Now see that again. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. So we must believe that he is God, that he is almighty, that again, he's all powerful. He's omnipresent, amen, omnipotent, all powerful, almighty today. He is God. The earth is his footstool church this morning. Amen. He sits high and looks low this morning. There's nothing that he cannot do. There's nobody he cannot save this morning. There's nothing that he cannot heal from this morning. There's nothing he cannot deliver from this morning. I'm telling you, he is God. He's God all by himself, church, this morning. He is God. He says, you must believe that he is God. And he that is God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him and trust him. Don't question what he said in his word. I'm just going to believe you what you said. Joseph, do we only read where he questioned God? We don't even read that he questioned. We don't read where Mary questioned. The Bible says she pondered these things in her heart. Not just she just received it. Amen. She received it. And regardless of how it looked or how it seemed, you know what, God, you said it. We're going to believe it. How many going to do that? You said it. We're going to believe it. Let me give you a few more verses before we go. Psalms 84. Psalms 84, 11 and 12. For God, for the Lord God is, as, is the sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. And no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing if we trust and believe in church as we do as Mary and Joseph did and believe and trust. There's no good thing he won't hold. You walk uprightly, serve God, live for Christ every day of your life. Dedicate your heart and your soul to him. The Bible says no good thing will he withhold. God is ready to reward. How many believe that? God is ready to reward again if we seek him. To diligently seek him, God can turn our world around if we diligently seek him. God can turn your plight around 
if we diligently seek him. God can turn around any, every soul that will trust in him if we diligently seek him and walk uprightly before him, to walk uprightly before him. The Bible says in verse 12, he says, the Lord of hosts, blessed, uh, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. So blessings come when we trust him. We share, on the night, Thursday night, we covered about showers of blessing. Showers of blessing. And the windows of heaven being opened. And when Jesus came down, the windows of heaven were opened. When Jesus came to the earth, the windows were opened and the Son of God came into the earth to where men could be saved, to be blessed by God, to be blessed in his presence, to be blessed by his love, to be blessed by his grace. And all the things that he does was there. God was now with us and for us. Jesus came to save, and they trusted him. They trusted and believed in him. They obeyed him, and it went forward, and God blessed in a mighty way. Come on up. Various times throughout the Bible as we close, we see it can go so many different ways, but God throughout the word, he made for me with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They trusted God. They trusted God, and the Bible says don't eat from the king's table. Daniel was told not to eat from the king's table there in Babylon. And they didn't do it. Naturally, this food and all of the things that they were offering, said, no, we're going to believe God. They trusted God and believed. And as they did this, when they, the test came in their lives, God, they was able to pass the test. They were able to pass the test. Uh, one particular occasion where they were told to bow down to the image of Nebuchadnezzar, and they refused to bow because there was a God that was higher. When the enemy no doubt tempts you, when the enemy challenges you and your faith, our faith, let's not bow to the enemy. When doubt and fear test us and uncertainty tests us, don't bow to it. Don't bow to these things, but trust God. They refused to bow to Nebuchadnezzar's image. The Bible says, and because of this, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. They were threatened. They said, we're going to throw you in there. And, and as a result, they eventually were thrown in but their faith and trust, regardless of how it sounded, regardless of how it appeared, God was with them. Amen. How many thankful for that today? And that same Jesus that was there with us now, Emmanuel, he appeared, the Bible says, there in the midst of the fire. And in the fires of your life, fire all around, flood all around, circumstance all around. The enemy is surrounding you and I, regardless of how it may look or, or, or feel or appear or even sound God is with us amen how many know that God is with us the king got up and he says hey I looked down in the fire he looked down in the pit he said I thought we put three men in the fire who's that fourth one in the fire who's that fourth one down there who authorized the fourth man <laughs> You can't stop God, brothers and sisters, amen. How many know that? You can't stop God when a man and woman trust God regardless of what people do, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the winds and the waves. God can step in beyond, beyond statistics, beyond circumstances, regardless of science, regardless of the odds. He said, who put that fourth man in there? He appears to be the son of God. He appears to be that's where Jesus came and showed himself real because they trusted in Almighty God. Another place, the same book of Daniel, it's awesome book. 
The same man is named after Daniel. They try to get him to stop praying. The enemy will try to get us to stop praying. But don't stop praying, brother and sister, this morning. Don't stop believing. Don't stop reading this Bible. Don't stop trusting what it says. I've read it once. I've read it twice. Uh, I put it down now. No, don't do that. Let me go say that. I read it a couple of times and it seemed like it's not just working for me. No, we can't do that. They said, Daniel, stop praying. Stop praying and the devil will come up with anything he can to try to destroy our relationship with God. How many know that? We shared with you this year about this whole thing. We ran our 17-part series by letting nothing separate us from the love of God. And the Bible talked about how that Daniel, he refused to stop praying. Three times a day they saw Daniel pray. They saw Daniel worshiping. They saw Daniel, the God of heaven. He called on God and the law was, he says, if any man does not stop praying, bowing down to this image, he said, we'll be thrown into the lion's den. Same thing, same threat, regardless of how it sounds. Lions, no doubt, are scary. They have an awesome, horrible roar. <laughs> a roar that is loud and echoes through the whole land. And the Bible says that he was thrown into the lion's den. You know, the lion represents how the enemy is. The Bible says he roams about seeking whom he may devour. And when Daniel was thrown in there, the Bible says the king all night long could not sleep because he knew and really, he loved Daniel. The Bible says he cried out in the morning. He got up in the morning, ran to the lions and said, Daniel, has your God delivered thee? Daniel spoke, oh, yes, I'm here, my king, oh king. I'm here because the Lord has sent an angel. He has shut the lion's mouth. Brothers and sisters, today, regardless of how it looks or how it sounds, God can come in to every situation and do it. Titus' message today is no matter how it sounds, how it looks, I'm going to add it, how it feels. Trust God through it all. Mary and Joseph had to trust God regardless of how it sounded. Brussels day, we see, I was, we was walking out the door. My wife is just really just blown away by what's all been happening. You know, back to back to back issues with the family and various things. And so, you know, just brace yourself. There may be more to come. <laughs> There may be more to come in each of our lives. We don't know. But you know what? We're going to trust God. Amen. Trust God through it all. Everybody understand that? We continue to pray for Melissa, my wife's sister, basically. Grew up in the house. And actually, again, her husband passed away, as we shared with you. Blown away, devastated by all the things that's going on. Leave behind six kids. And as we were there yesterday, we went out to their house just to be with her for a little while. My wife made a bunch of food. And so we hit the door. She's holding a little baby. She said, I got to take my baby to the nursing home, not to the emergency room. I got to take my baby to the emergency room. And I, and she, I, I grabbed the boy. I took him. And I said, hey, go get ready. I, we, we, and I was sitting there praying. I laid my hands on his chest. Heart racing. Fever. He's laying there like dead in my arms. I said, my God. He spoke to him. I said, it's going to be all right, little man. It's going to be all right. And he opened up his eyes. And he kind of went back. <laughs> but you know, right now, he's in intensive care right now. In Children's Hospital. But we're going to, regardless of how it looks and how it sounds. He's hooked up to machines right now. But regardless of how it looks and how it sounds. 
regardless of how it looks and how it sounds for her right now, having to bury her husband in a few days, her little boy is now in intensive care on the breathing machine. She's there all alone. But God, I pray she'll go right there where she's at. Go right there. Be with her. Be Emmanuel. Be Emmanuel. Regardless of how it looks, God, we're going to trust you. Regardless of how it looks, sounds, feels, go. In the name of Jesus, we ask of thee, oh God, touch that little boy. Touch his mom. Touch her weary soul. Her troubled mind right now. Touch those children that's left behind wondering what to do next. Touch their hearts and their souls right now. God, go in there. Go in there. Show yourself real, Lord, we pray. Move in our midst. There's miracles need in this room. There's miracles all around. We pray right now for the Jones family. They're about to pull the plug on their father. Be with them, Lord, right now. Go in to be Emmanuel and go over there to Brooklyn Hospital right now. We've asked of you, Lord. Humbly asked of you. Go to the hospital, be with that family, minister to that family right now. In Jesus' name, we pray for Sister uh, Smith. Go and be with her as she's there at home right now, sick. There's others as well. Go and be Emmanuel. Be with us regardless, God. We trust in you. We believe in you as we stand to our feet, church. Come on. We stand to our feet this morning. Let's trust God. Lift and pray and touch and agree with us. Regardless of how it sounds, regardless of how it looks, we all going through things in our lives right now. Regardless of how it sounds, how it looks, God, we are believing you, Lord. We are believing you. Give us the faith, God, and trust to believe you. Without you, without faith in God, it's impossible to please him. And God, we want to be pleasing to you. We calling on you, the God of heaven this morning, the God is so sitting on the right of the Father today. Jesus, we pray that you'll come down, intervene in our midst right now. Move in this earth. Move in this lives of men and women. God, we touch and agree this morning. We touch and agree. Believe in you, God, and what you said in your word. The things you've done in the time past. Do it again, Lord, we pray. Do it again. The altar prayer is open. If you're not saved today, if you're not saved, I'm telling him, regardless of how it sounds, how it looks, Jesus came to this earth shed his blood and through his blood today he's able to wash away all sins he died on that old rugged cross for us for all of the world that we can be saved my friend today believe on the Lord Jesus Christ ask him say Lord forgive me apply the blood to my life I apply the blood to my life I accept you as Lord and Savior of my life I believe that you're the son of God I believe that you're all powerful mighty God may not make sense to the natural man but to those that believe no doubt he gives you the ability to be saved he gives you the ability to have power to live become a son of God today accept it today a friend today if you need empowerment today regardless of how it looks how it sounds how it feels reach up and say God fill me with the Holy Ghost fill me with the Holy Ghost God I pray fill me God with your touch Lord Regardless of how it sounds or how it may seem today, say, God, I want the Holy Ghost baptism this morning. God, I need an outpouring from heaven right now. Move in my life. Pour upon me. Pour it out the windows of heaven right now and upon these folks here. Those folks at home, God, regardless of how it looks, how it sounds, reach out with a healing touch, Lord, right now. Send healing, Lord, to those that are seeking your face. Send a miracle, God, to those in need. Lord, we believe you today. We believe you. Trust you. We gotta have your way. In Jesus' name we pray.
pray. As you begin to sing as unto the Lord, let's all find a place to pray. Let's believe. Let's believe God for a miracle in this season. In this season right now.
God's how it seems, looks, feels. There's a God in heaven, amen. There's a God in heaven, church, amen, and loves us. That's the reason why he came, without the reason for this season. So many women can experience his presence, his touch, his miracles. Amen. Continue to remember that. Continue to pray for some various issues. Amen. Almighty God. This time we're going to receive an offer. Remember, if you come receive the offering for us, amen, it's unto the Lord. Uh, we give an opportunity to give us unto him through our online giving as well. You can give through the text to give, 347-229-9933. Uh, church email and uh, through Zelle, you can give as well. Uh, NTCCBrooklynNY at gmail.com and uh, through our website. So if you'll pray, please. Amen. Trust in God. We're going to trust in God.